Hey, horror fans, if you are enjoying our podcast, please subscribe on Spotify or iTunes and give us a great rating. It'll help spread the word. Thank you. Hi, I'm Meredith. And I'm Katie. And this is I'm Not Scared, You're Scared. A horror movie podcast. All right. Thanks for joining us. We're talking about Annabelle Creation 2017, starring Anthony LaPaglia LaPaglia and Miranda Otto. Uh, This is Meredith. We have Katie. Say hello. Hello. And then we have our special guest, often, often guest. Our frequent contributor. (laughs) Lorena. Thank God. (laughs) Yes, I'm here. And I burped before this. She, she <laughs> let out her belches. You're welcome. And then I pressed record. So I did that for you guys. You're welcome, listeners. We have now 500, over 500 listeners. Yay! Okay, are they bought? They bots? love us! Did any, and we didn't pay for them. Really, we did not pay for them. We have no advertising. No, not at all. This is all out of my pocket. <laughs> posting We're this. not reimbursing her in <laughs> any way. We yeah. come here and drink her wine and use her equipment. And we leave. <laughs> Yes. Story of my life. <laughs> That's what she said. Yeah. <laughs> we do it for okay. you people, for you. We yeah. do it for you. Yeah, so we have over 500 listeners. It's kind of cool, but hello, uh, new listeners. We are talking movies, and we include lots of spoilers. This is just a reminder. We will be talking about everything. So We will spoil the hell out of this movie for yeah. you. Mm-hmm. If you have we'll not watched Animal spoilers. Creation yet... Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if you are fine with being spoiled, then go ahead and keep listening. Or you can... Or, you know, I realized because I shared the fact... My, my brother that lives back east, like, had no idea that I was doing a podcast. And when I mentioned it, he got really excited because I realized he is... There may not be anyone else in the world like him, but he's actually very interested in the stories told by horror movies, mm-hmm. but has absolutely no desire to watch them. Huh. And so when they come out, they he was scary? telling me that I mean, like, cuz they're too scary. I don't I don't know. I don't know what his reasoning is for not wanting to to see them. It may vary, but he said that when they come out, he like goes online and reads about them. Yeah. Like cuz he's curious about the stories and everything, but he doesn't want to watch them. And I was like, "Well, this is perfect." You can just hear what happens. You don't and have then, to wa- you save lots of time. It's exactly. like hearing a scary story uh, around the campfire, basically. Yes. Yeah. But you don't have to watch it. You just have someone <laughs> telling you everything that's scary that happens. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so we will, I guess, who wants to do uh, what's new with you? What's new with you, Katie? What's going on? Uh, oh, um, well, actually, so speaking of my brother back east, I actually just got back a couple nights ago from a trip to New York, um, during which I was able to visit with him and four of his five children. Um, what happened to the fifth? Uh, she was out of town with her boyfriend at a wedding. Oh, nice. So she couldn't make it. Um, but the other four were there and I got to see him and my sister-in-law and I hadn't seen them in two years. So that was pretty nice. But the trip overall, I went with just my daughter and Mm -hmm. then one of her best friends and the best friend's mom. So the four of us traveled together and we did three days in Manhattan and then we took the Jitney Mm -hmm. out to Shelter Island in the Hamptons where the third best friend in their little best friend group has just moved with her family. So we went out and stayed with them, uh, for a week on Shelter Island, which was, like, an eye-opening experience. The lifestyle is dramatically different from, you know, California and Mm -hmm. mainland and (laughs) all 
kinds of things. So, um, did you have to dress up for dinner? <laughs> no, no, they didn't. Um, they didn't go full down Abbey, but um, actually, the mom she did mention that when she was growing up, because she would do summers there with her grandparents when she was a kid, and that her grandfather insisted that they dress for dinner like oh, it, wow. she said it didn't have to be like fancy but they couldn't to... come to the table in what they'd been wearing all day like they huh. had to go and put something together clean and decent and everything on before they came to the table so kind of like Downton Abbey I was gonna say were you ready like I was like was there a call <laughs> butler <laughs> um but yeah so it was a great trip but I just got back like two days ago and I'm getting ready for um a visit this weekend and so I've been kind of like crazy running around and having a summer like yeah a well because like summer i i left i left my husband and son alone in my house for 11 days i came home to all the laundry oh and all of the which i insisted they not try to do the laundry oh, okay so you told them which is actually it's a good thing i said that because i found out that my husband did decide to wash the blankets from the dog's kennel on his own because one of the dogs threw up in the kennel so uh-huh. he just didn't want to leave it well, we, a w- long time ago, switched to the um, detergent strips mm-hmm. instead of the bottle detergent. Huh. But he doesn't know that because he doesn't do laundry. He doesn't know that. And so he goes, yeah, so I washed them. I was like, what did what? you use for detergent? He's like, I don't know. I just started pouring from, like, the bottles that were up there. I was like, yeah, we don't have bottled detergent. What did he put? We don't know. There's Russian and then conditioner and shampoo. <laughs> Maybe. Voila. Like, he just filled it up with body wash. It's a Beverly Hill song, like, do, do, yeah, do, do, right. do, do, and he do, just spit on it, like, for good measure. See, he was pretty proud of himself up until that point. Wait, you know what? So he tried. poured some Mr. Bubbles in there. Yeah, yeah. 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 He he like bubble that. bath. And then, <laughs> by the way, car wash solution. <laughs> and he's like, by the way, now the dogs have a brush. I don't know why. Now all of a sudden they can only turn left. I don't know what happened to their brush. What happened to them? Oh, poor, poor dog. Oh, yeah. Well, it's good. You survive. Yeah. What about you, Lorena? What's new with you? COVID. COVID is new. <laughs> and I'm tired of COVID. And my COVID. And my COVID. We, in California, we get in the second wave. In San Francisco, we get in COVID left and right. So I'm just done. I'm like seriously done. COVID is so last year and we still, it's like, you know, it's like, like it wasn't the, it was in the runways. Now it's at Walmart. Could we just let it go? Like, you know, it's like, just let go, COVID. That's COVID's it. COVID's at TJ Maxx. Exactly. You know, it's 2019. It's so past its season. Just go. Let it go. But here we are. So where you got the mask and please wear your mask and get vaccinated. Yeah. Listeners at home, if in case you don't know, Lorena is a nurse. Yes, I'm a nurse. So she's, yes. sick of, she's sick of she, their... She's cr- sick of your crap. Sick of your crap. I'm just okay. Wear a mask. She's sick of it. She's yeah. sick of seeing you people show up in the emergency room. Yeah. Don't take the drugs that you buy on the internet that say they're going to cure COVID. Also, yeah, it sounds yeah. like a bad idea. No, no, please do not take advice It'll from It'll make anybody. you worse, and you then you'll yeah. still go to the hospital. Don't take advice from your life coach. Right? No. <laughs> I will, it, no, don't. Just because it says hardware medicine and my cure. Don't. Please just don't. Mm. Now we're a medical podcast. <laughs> you know, yeah. yeah, so, sorry. Unsolicited <laughs> medical advice. This is not advice. FDA approved, yeah. by the way. Yeah. That's okay. Uh, what am I doing? I've been playing a lot of video games. I've been playing World of Warcraft. Mm-hmm. Um, I raid four nights a week. Um, yeah, I have a warlock, everybody. I know you're super interested. Yeah. I got a, a new sword, which is a big deal. Okay. Uh-huh. And I am pumping... And doing really well. And it's really fun. 
mm-hmm. and we play with like the same group of people each week, oh, and it's good. like getting together for like. Which like nerdy. It's not a sport, but it's sort of like a pub quiz type situation oh, where yeah. you have friends who get together and you're like in your own houses drinking, whatever, playing. And um, do the friends that you play yeah. with are they are they local or are they all over the country? They're all over the country, mm-hmm. and I think even out of the country oh, too. Wow. That's awesome. And yeah, so I know some of my listeners or our listeners are uh, from that. Oh, for, nice. for my. For my guild. Oh, oh for your guild. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, hi, Davinia. Snack attack. <laughs> um, and I can't big remember. Big Warlock. I don't know their name. Sorry. Big Warlock. <laughs> That's if Lorena was on World of Warcraft. That would be her name. That would be me, Big Warlock. <laughs> big Warlock. I'd be the one She would the just back. add as many Ks as she needed to at the end to get yeah, to handle. That's yeah. it. I'd just be in the back. Full of drinking. original names. Mm-hmm. Great. <laughs> So that's all I've been doing. I mean, I've been, like, doing other stuff, but that's all I want to share for, for now. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's what I've been doing. Uh, let's see. We want to... I am in charge this week of the recap of Animal Creation. So oh, I wrote kind of many pages. It's, like, in all, like, little writing. I love how you, you handwrite it. I handwrite it. Um... Sometimes I'm over being on the computer and I just uh-huh. want to write mm-hmm. on a note, notepad because I'm like, I'm done because I've been on the computer for like okay. hours and hours. Course, yeah. <laughs> uh, so I guess let's go ahead and I'll, I'll do our recap. This is not super detailed, but kind of detailed because there, I mean, I love this movie and there's so much I want to like include in the recap. Um, but like I mentioned before, it has Anthony LaPaglia. Um, he was in... What's he in? He's in a ton of movies, but what I can think of offhand is Empire Records, which I loved that movie as a kid, and Mm -hmm. upon a rewatch, I know it's not good. What are you talking about? (laughs) I rewatched it not that long ago. I thought it held up pretty good. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) She's not. She's not. That would be another. She's not. She's not. I'm like, moving on. No. And then Miranda Otto is on it. And uh, she's, of course, in Lord of the Rings. Yay! Uh, Homeland. Sabrina. Like, she's in a ton of stuff. That's just all I could think of off the top of my head. I did no research mm-hmm. looking into it. But um, she's she's fantastic. Okay, so I will... Wait, what? And Lulu Wilson. Mm-hmm. Lulu Wilson, who is... What is she okay. in? Well, VG Origin of Evil. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. And she was Which in Haunting in. of Hill House. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, no, she's the Isn't boss. Isn't she in both? Or no, just the Hill House, Honey of Hill House? Oh, you know, I didn't never finish Blythe Manor, so I don't Me know either. if she's in that. I don't think she is. I didn't um, watch that when it happened. Yeah, she she's is great. She's boss. She's so she's good, and her. I'll watch her. I'll watch her in anything, too, because she's I'll watch like, her wash dishes. I'll watch her. <laughs> It'll be scary. But it's especially great when she acts creepy. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. She's got she's that, so those good. big eyes. She's like, oh. And the weird, the face. Yeah. <laughs> she's got the, the weird face. <laughs> and the face. It's just. Well, mm. she has a very expressive, like, concerned face. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is great. Yeah, it's perfect. Very good. For um, demonic face, too. Yeah. And she can do demonic. Totally. Yeah, she can do it really well. So. Her, um, like, uh, headshot that is her on her IMDb page looks exactly like Emma Watson. Mm. Like you look at it and you think they mixed up the pictures. Oh wow! I yeah, have to look crazy. at that then. Um, what do, I mean, this is a little bit off topic, but is she American or British or like what is, do you oh. know? Well, you know what? I'll look up. Look it so up. Look I'll look it up. up you, then... you start your recap. Okay. I'll, I'll so prepare I'll, my I'll report on Lulu Wilson. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So the film opens showing a toy maker working on um, his his coveted dolls. 
He's painstakingly piecing together the animal doll and places it in a wooden box and brands it one of a hundred. So this is a bit of a clue to viewers and for for um, all of us who are fans of the movies mm-hmm. about why people are so excited when they find this doll. It's really rare and very, very hard to find. Mm-hmm. Um, well, and I think, I mean, by the end of this movie, we realize that there's only ever one. Yeah. Because he never made it. Yeah. Because he makes it and then and, what yeah. happens, happens. Yeah. Does he continue I making keep, No. I he doesn't keep making that? dolls after it was just the, the tragedy. Mm-hmm. Okay. So this is a clue. Uh, why people are so stoked to find them. Um, so as our toy maker works, he notices a little scrap of paper placed under his workshop door. He works in a barn. Uh, he picks up the note and walks into his home, uh, picking up more notes that say, find me. Um, we're then introduced to the toy maker. His name is Samuel Mullins. His wife is Esther and his daughter is B. They seem to have a happy life together until B accidentally steps in front of a truck um, and is tragically killed one Sunday morning after church on the way mm-hmm. home. Their their truck uh, got a flat tire, and she was tragically killed. Twin, 12 years later, we're introduced to six orphaned girls um, on a bus driving, and their sister, Charlotte. The Mullins have opened their home. They have a large... It's kind of like a farmhouse, a but farm it's house. not like a working farm, I don't think. No, That's they don't have like any anything. animals or anything. They're yeah. just like out in the cuts. Yeah, yeah. I didn't notice any animals, but it did It did give a, it have like a country farmhouse vibe. I'm, yeah, and there's a barn. And I guess and, he was a toy maker. Yeah, his, yeah I think his workshop was, was in the thing. barn. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. he comes out of it when mm-hmm. they're... Um, so then he their large home is opened up to um, them since their orphanage was closed down. Mm-hmm. Um, so they now have a place to stay. The girls and sister Charlotte are happy to be there. Although Samuel is quiet and quite gruff with the, with the girls, mm-hmm. Esther remains out of sight because she's confined to her room uh, due to an accident that is unexplained to the girls and the viewer. We don't really mm-hmm. know what happened. Um, as the girls choose rooms, one girl, Janice, who has been disabled by polio, attempts oh, polio. to... polio. Polio, really? Yeah. Didn't they... Don't we have a vaccine for that now? <laughs> I, 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 know. Know. I haven't Before had polio. I'm... Have you had polio? I know, but I think it's a vaccine. Or oh, was it vitamin C? She didn't take her vitamin C. Poor Science thing. is really, you know, mm. it's pretty tight that we don't have to worry about polio. Yeah, anymore. it's done some Jesus. good things. Because of vaccines. <laughs> right, I know. but Lorena's a little tilted. Okay. I am. She's still tilted. A little. A little. <laughs> <laughs> Might have to turn her mic off. <laughs> I know. So she is disabled by polio. Um, she attempts to open a room, but Samuel stops her from entering and telling her the room is locked uh, and it will remain locked. So And he also tells the other girls, don't enter this room. They don't have access to it. Uh, Janice, who is uh, best friends with Linda, um, they bunk up together. And one evening, however, Janice finds a note saying, find me on a scrap of paper, which leads her to that room that Samuel has asked her not to enter. Um, I should also note that it's B's old room, mm-hmm. her old bedroom, and their bedroom is inexplicably, inexplicably unlocked. So when she goes inside, um, she's kind of directed by kind of a force um, of where the key, a key is. And she then proceeds to unlock a closet where the Anna Bell doll sits inside mm-hmm. And there is the wall inside the closet. It's kind of Mod Podge Bible. <laughs> right. Super decopage. Decopage. Like, yeah. There's Bible pages uh, totally all over canvas. the wall. 
That was she kind of, <laughs> it's like a Annabelle look as a Victorian doll. She kind of was like, oh, that's kind of weird. So she shuts the door kind of quickly. Mm-hmm. She knows she's not supposed to be in there. Mm-hmm. And she tries to lock it, but then it doesn't, like she walks away and then it kind of comes back open. So she, it's not locked. And so she's unwittingly unleashed a powerful kind of demonic force. Um, and she kind of walks away and then we know it's not going like to be good. Like they do. They it's not that side. and then they just walk away. She's like smiling the her now. and then shuts yeah. the door. Mm-hmm. Um, so She's then like, nice the crafting demon- doll. I'm out of yes, here. Good to know. Yeah. <laughs> the demon starts terrorizing the girls, and then one evening, Janice is once again in B's room. Um, she's kind of like summoned in, like yeah. mm-hmm. you know, she follows stuff. People, it's like kind of calling it's, to her. It's definitely, yeah, for sure, it's targeting her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and she sees the demon in B's form, and it tells her uh, when Janice asks, you know, what do you want? Uh, it replies, your soul, and mm-hmm. then it kind of Naturally. changes its form. And so it was looked like a little girl, and then it changes its form and looked very freaking scary, like a demon. Mm-hmm. And it starts to chase her. Uh, she attempts to get away using the stairlift, and I should note she can't go up and down the stairs due to her polio, her disability. And the demon recalls the stairlift back up. And then finally throws Janice onto the first floor from the second floor, injuring her uh, pretty terribly. And she's confined to a wheelchair. Mm. Now, I know that was so awful. That was really bad. Now she's in a wheelchair. Um, I was going to say she can't get a break, but but yeah. I know, too soon, Katie. (laughs) (laughs) She should be Um, rolling with the punches. (laughs) (laughs) Poor thing. Okay. Now that Janice must sleep on the couch away from her best friend, Linda, she, Linda starts experiencing, like, terror, like, she's being terrorized also. Uh, the following morning, Sister Charlotte convinces Janice to allow her to wheel her outside in her wheelchair to, uh, you know, enjoy the sunny day. The girls are outside mm-hmm. playing, too. And um, so Janice is like, thanks, you know, this actually does feel pretty nice. And Sister Charlotte is called inside. Um, and then suddenly... The de- a demon or a force in the form of the sister pushes her quite violently into the barn and pushes her out of the wheelchair, just like kind of thrusts her onto the ground. Um, and the demon in the form of B spews black bile into Janice's mouth, which pr- possesses her. What is it with the black bile? We said I mean, that in the in the conjuring too, right? Conjuring, right? Yeah, yeah, con- yeah, well, I mean that's that's standard possession. Standard possession. <laughs> Stay yeah. away from black bile. I know. Just in case. Oh. Don't I mean, don't, don't touch swallow it. someone's black bile. I don't, don't care how cute they are. <laughs> Mm-mm. 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 But I wanna. Don't touch it. <laughs> don't poke it. He said he likes me. <laughs> he loves me. Uh, yeah. So Lennon notices a big change in her friend, um, um, and she tells uh, <laughs> she did, then tells Samuel that Janice actually went into B's room, and that she found a doll. Uh, he's upset and alarmed, so he goes to, inside the house to go find Janice, and uh, he finds Annabelle sitting at the the uh, dining room table, and it's being like, "Where's my dinner?" <laughs> basically, sitting at the head of the table, is there with her, and then Janice walks up. And it's in the form of Janice and then kind of changes yeah. into the mm-hmm. demon. And it kills... Samuel's brutally killed yeah, at this point. Yeah. Um, then later that night, uh, the Linda takes in the animal doll while uh, Janice is sleeping on the couch. She takes it and runs it outside and, and tries... You know, she goes to throw down the well. Sister Charlotte sees Linda uh, as she's getting ready for bed, mm-hmm. sees her out the window, runs outside, asks her, what's happening? And... Um, 
you know, Linda throws the doll down into the well and then almost nearly pulls Linda down into mm-hmm. the well. So she pulls her up. They kind of shove the lid on the well and then they kind of get the hell out of there. They like run away. Um, Charlotte's like, I'm going to go talk to uh, Esther to see if she we can get more help, information, what's going what's on. Her? And um, Esther tells Sister Charlotte that after... B had died, she and Samuel prayed to anything basically mm-hmm. to get B back, to see her or talk to her, um, so they could have some comfort. So Annabelle is asked, um, she shows up, she asks to enter the doll, they say, okay, everything seemed fine. Esther mm-hmm. eventually realizes though that it isn't B at all, but mm-hmm. a demon who would, um, but a demon who then attacks Esther when she tries to confront it and it takes her eye from her. So that's why she's like really badly injured and disfigured Uh and kind of confined to her room. She and Samuel reach out to the church. They have the doll confined to that closet Mm. uh, with a Bible page Mod Podge situation (laughs) inside and they lock it away for 12 years. Then Esther is killed and Sister Charlotte is attacked. She kind of is knocked out. The orphans and Linda, um, they managed to evade a possessed Janice who was eventually locked in the same closet as Annabelle once was um, by Sister Charlotte. She mm-hmm. kind of shoved her in there. Um, the following morning, Janice is nowhere to be found, uh, leaving only the doll, which was deemed harmless by the priest. He's like, it's, it's harmless now. It's fine. It's just um, ugly as hell, but harmless. <laughs> no, thank like, you. Who wants it? And everyone's like, no, thanks. Um, The next scene shows the an orphanage in Santa Monica with a couple coming in, walking up the steps to go meet a girl that they would like to maybe adopt and and meet Mm -hmm. and get to know. The girl is Janice, but she introduces herself as Annabelle. Um, The Higgins family adopts her. Mm -hmm. um, And then we're told it's about 12 years later when a grown up Annabelle who's in a satanic cult murders her parents and this uh, one night in Santa Monica and this catches the attention of a pregnant Mia so we we'll go back door. Yeah. so we go back to yeah back to the first animal mm. which I loved I of was course. like oh that's, that's the end I was like oh my oh, gosh, gosh I'm gonna keep waiting. going it's really good so that is my synopsis it seemed kind of lengthy but I mean I feel I mean, like it's nothing compared to mine I feel yeah. like <laughs> I wanted to add enough um, it's okay. We'll have a Because a lot of we'll really good stuff happens in uh It's, a, in it's cool. Movie, I so. mean, I like... Uh, one of my favorite movies. I like that. I like I like it better than the first one. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know. I just enjoy... I think I... I, th- I, I love the backstories. I'm always like... I always enjoy the backstories. And I really like how, you know, they explain the whole thing about the demon. I don't know. I just enjoy it a little bit more. I mean, I'm not saying that Annabelle was bad it's yeah just, for some reason i just enjoyed the second one a little bit more That's well it, it gives a lot of context yeah i think i mean and I enjoyed I, that. but each of them on its own are pretty scary I think. oh you yeah know, you don't need to watch one or the other to understand anything you can just and that's what i like about i think the conjuring like you can watch each of them and be scared but they're having to go back and rewatch. you know having yeah to go you almost like it i mean it's yeah. helpful if you know but like it's not like you're not going to mm. completely like oh this isn't scary yeah. to me because yeah. i didn't watch the first few yeah, yeah. i mean you know, it's like like uh horror movie lovers that we are we want to watch the whole thing but if somebody there is just like kind of tempted with horror then they can watch any of them and scream their pants out doesn't matter yeah, yeah. Look. i always wonder about prequels and we talked about this a little bit with mm-hmm. um the ouija movies is that like 
was this script written after the first movie was made? Yeah. Or did they... The Conjuring? Or, like, no, Annabelle? No, with, like, with sequels. So, like, yeah. Annabelle and Annabelle creation. Mm-hmm. Like, did they already know the story that takes place in Annabelle creation when they wrote Annabelle? Or did they look at Annabelle and think up the story that would precede it? Because of and the reception. And it together so perfectly. Right. Because sometimes it's... Because with Ouija and, mm-hmm. and Origin of Evil, mm-hmm. we talked about, like, how, you know, the references and the mm-hmm. things that were really closely linked and really, really beautifully explained that made mm-hmm. the, the prequel so good mm-hmm. um, that it's almost hard to believe that they didn't already have that planned out mm-hmm. when they made the first one oh, yeah, because they mm-hmm. they mesh up so well. Mm-hmm. And yeah. this is another one where, like, they, they really do... They're so seamless that you it's hard to imagine that they hadn't already written this one when they made the first one. Hmm. Yeah, but I'm sure that they hadn't. I'm sure that they just have some really great writers. Oh yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I don't know if they have like a timeline or something yeah. mapped out. I have no mm-hmm. idea. But I mean, I'm always interested. I always want to be like a fly on the wall for mm-hmm. that kind of creativity and people writing and throwing out around ideas, ideas. and stuff. That's why. I mean, I love movies and television and all that. But I kind of always want to see like behind the scenes. That's what really interests me. But um, I guess we can move on to. Is it scary, Katie? <laughs> Did you think this movie was scary? Oh my god. Yes. This this movie I I could make a strong argument that this is the scariest movie in the Conjuring universe. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah. And I think um because I mentioned before that and I kind of said this a little I think with the Annabelle that you know there's there's different types of things that make a movie scary mm-hmm. and certain people might be scared by one thing and not the other. Yeah, um, yeah. But when you have a movie that hits every single one of those notes that different people find scary, and then it just piles on and on mm-hmm. and on, and that's that is this movie. Like yeah. it's it's got it's got the story, it's got the characters, it's got the visuals, it's got the jump scares, it's got the special effects. But they're not they're used well. They're mm-hmm. not overused. Mm-hmm. But there there is more like digital special effects stuff happening in this one than most of the other Conjuring oh, movies. Yeah, yeah. Um, like when when. Uh, Anthony LaPaglia dies and he's like holding the crucifix and the demon starts breaking his fingers back one by one oh, like, so that he drops the crucifix and it's that like, was ah! like that very was exaggerated CGI like obviously yeah. you know that mm-hmm. wasn't puppetry or anything yeah. but yeah. you know it was just like it was maybe a small he was thing maybe you never know he's, he puts it on his resume when he's double auditioning jointed. for roles and I can make backwards. my fingers do this ben, ben <laughs> see it. But he's it like one day yeah. I'll get a part. <laughs> yeah. We'll use this string. We'll see. Yeah. But, I, but yeah, that was it. Was a good scene. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, um, and I think that uh, I really love something that makes this exceptional for me is Lulu Wilson's character. So I don't know if you said that, but so Linda is mm-hmm. is played by Lulu Wilson. So she's yes, not. Yeah. She's not like that. the mm-hmm. super main. Like Janice is the main focus of mm-hmm. most of it, but Linda's mm-hmm. her best friend, and so they're kind of like co-stars. Co-star, I would say. So. Yeah. Um, but. Uh, Janet, um, sorry, uh, Linda's character is like, she's the one in the horror movie that's doing the thing that the audience is screaming at the people in the horror movie to do. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, she's like, I'm going to take this doll and I'm going to throw it down a goddamn well. I'm going to do this you know? now. <laughs> she's Watch so me. smart. Yeah. I love her. And, and like in the big, like, you know, climax night at the end when Janice is pursuing all of them mm-hmm. and they're all like fleeing and getting trapped and struggling and everything. And, 
And Linda is just like, boom, I'm like out of this room and I'm going like this way and I'm not fooling around. And like her whole escape is so much more rational Mm -hmm. than you usually see just like people panicked, running, screaming and like getting themselves in a worse position than they were when they started. And she's like, "Mm, no, I have an exit plan, bro. (laughs) It's like that commercial that always comes out. They're like, let's go run into there. And they're like, why wouldn't we get in the car and leave? They're like, let's hide in in the garage with all the chains. Yeah, I know. No. Yeah, but no, she's she's not like that. And not so like, at all. But you yeah. have a little, like, the other girls are, are, are kind of doing, they're kind of doing a little more irrational behavior, but they also do a really good job of, of seeming poised. Like, when the one gets trapped in the barn with the scarecrow, you didn't mention the scarecrow. Mm. I did not. But no, the no, one no, yeah. older girl gets trapped in the barn, and, like, the, you know, and she's having her whole scary experience inside there. Like, the other girls are figuring a way to bust her out, and they mm-hmm. get her out. Mm-hmm. Or, like, even when Sister Charlotte was like, get outside and lock yourself in the car. Mm-hmm. Like, they're just making some more intelligent choices in terms of like self-preservation exactly. um that well they're like scrappy orphans yeah, yeah. like they've, they've been probably, on the streets they've yeah. been like they've seen some sh- they've stuff seen- <laughs> but it's also going back to the yeah. breaking the mold you know of like the horror movie like oh i'll go by myself i mean yeah let's breaking split the up yeah, yeah. Let's split up and i'm gonna go here and go over there and i only have a, a match you know it's it breaks that <laughs> and that's i think what makes it, it it's different i've i've because I was like, okay, so what's going to happen? Is it going to go after them in the car? Because you never yeah. know. Yeah. And I, I was really I was really surprised. I love the fact that it goes out of the mall mm-hmm. to make you scared. And then I think that the things that, the moments that I thought were the scariest, if I was like, you know, going to list them, most of them are kind of like CGI related a little bit. Um, like when any time, like when B transforms into the demon mm-hmm. or Janice transformed into the demon because it's always like a child sized body and then it like stretches, stretches and the legs spurt out and it gets really tall. And so there's a part when it's, um, I think it's, I can't remember which character because I started to rewatch this this afternoon and I only got halfway through because I had all this crap I was doing. Mm-hmm. But um, whatever character it is that walks into B's room and B's sitting at the table having her tea party with her back to them. Oh, that's Esther. Mm. Esther walks in. Okay. And so then she, like, stands up, and then she, like, sprouts, like, her legs get super long, and her, like, limbs, as she's transforming into the demon, and it's, like... And there's, like, there's, like, this weird cracking sound. Yes. It's, like... Yeah. The audio is, like, really... Like, and then the like, same thing the that happens, like, when the dad sees Janice, and Janice transforms into the demon, it's the same... You know, the mechanism, the same movements, in. the same noise. Mm-hmm. And so it's like the, the demon kind of, you know, escaping the form that it's inhabiting at that well, point. Well, it's like, the jig in. is up. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm it's a like child. The, I'm a it's demon. Like a, an egg breaking. Yeah. But then to me, it's like, oh, those are muscles and they're bones and the sports in. And then, wow. Well, yeah. I like the demon. I like but the then the other part me. that I love is the first time that Janice goes into B's room at night and there's the, the sheet walking toward her. Yeah. And it keeps stepping and stepping and stepping. Mm-hmm. And so you, she's just waiting for it to walk on enough of the sheet for it to fall down and her to see what's underneath. And it's like, and there's nothing underneath. Uh-huh. And that's like kind of anticlimactic, but it doesn't matter because like the, you know, 25 seconds mm-hmm. of just seeing the sheet walk toward her and waiting to find out what was under it was like so terrifying. Well, yeah, but it then also like happened in the conjuring when she was put in the sheets. Yes. Which yeah, is, and the wind the carried thing. it away. So that's mm-hmm. always good to have like, you know, reminds you it's the same 
Yeah, it's, well, it's the same universe. visual, but it's yes, like, it's but a it's a different one. feeling because mm-hmm. the the in the Conjuring, it's like a split second, mm-hmm. you know. But with this, it's like it's dragging it out, like it's it's putting you through because that it's, time. I think it's that kind of like to me, it was like, okay, do you remember where you see this? Oh, so, so then what's gonna happen? And I was really, I was really scared. I like and there's that. like stomping. Oh, it's stomping. Like, yeah, and like. What's everyone doing? Sleeping. No one can hear it. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, well, and that's the kind of thing where, you know, when that happens in it, you might, someone who hates horror movies or something mm-hmm. or was just wanted to be a pissant about it would be like, oh, that's unrealistic. Well, obviously, it's a horror movie. It's unrealistic. Exactly. But the time that Janice is being pursued... Um, when she tries to use the chairlift to go down the stairs and it summons mm-hmm. her back up, she is screaming and mm-hmm. yelling and being flung around at, right outside the doors of the bedrooms where all the other girls are sleeping mm-hmm. and nobody nobody hears it. Nobody hears it. Nobody comes out. Mm-hmm. And so it's like to me, like that's that's you know I don't know if it's like the supernatural element uh-huh. where you know the the demon has enough power to kind of like mm-hmm. keep the other sleeping girls like really soothed. hearing what was going yeah. on. Yeah, like you know, they put a little bubble around them or something like that. But then, but I think that that's one of the. I mean, to me, like if you use, you know, like either demonic possession or anything, it's demons or ghosts. You are free to do whatever you want because there's not a rule, right? Like Mm -hmm. you can, like it was just uh, like the demon can control them or you can make everything quiet. So. I think that I always enjoy... I think I enjoy the movies that is more when they have, like, some supernatural contents to it. Because then all the rules can be broken. Yeah. Because in that scene, Mm -hmm. I mean, she and Linda are together in B's room right Mm -hmm. before that begins. And Mm -hmm. Linda has just left the room. So in theory, she's probably not even asleep yet. She Uh just went back to her room to get in bed. And nobody reacts to any of it at all. And it's like, that's that... You know that feel like the isolation, like you, mm-hmm. there's nobody to help you. You're all by yourself, like. And this is true or not? What's going on? Yeah, it's kind of like that thing where like you're in a nightmare and you're like mm-hmm. screaming for help and like you can't scream and nobody can hear you. Mm-hmm. There's no noise. Yeah. Yeah. I would assume like it made the film made a point to show everyone sleeping very very deeply because yeah. everyone was like mm-hmm. knocked out. So you kind of you're like okay, well something weird happened. I I feel I felt like that was intentional. Something. Like, on the filmmaker's part. Yeah. So like, she's screaming bloody murder in the hallway, and they are not cu- reacting. See, I, I didn't remember them cutting to the sleeping people during that scene. Like, I think it was right after, when she was, like, knocked out, and it was, like, mm-hmm. boom. Oh, and she and lands then, on the ground, and yeah. then they go. And then they show everyone. I feel like that's what happened. Yeah. Everyone was sleeping. Then, so I, I remember thinking, oh, that, that was, yeah. like, yeah. crazy, because I mean, nobody woke up. The same yeah. thing happens, but they're all passed out. Yeah. Watching. I mean, it's the same phenomenon. <laughs> They're all drunk. <laughs> people that were, like, you know, um, abducted by aliens always say it. Like, one person gets, you know, gets out of the room and then everybody else continues sleeping. So I, I always enjoy when there's no rules and we can just come up with whatever we want to. Mm-hmm. I think it makes a better yeah. movie. So, mm-hmm. Lorena, <sighs> so, are you scared? Was Wait, you were to this... Is, I, it, I, is it yes. scary? Was it scary? It was scary. <laughs> oh, it was super scary. Yes, and I had to watch it by myself because none of my kids wanted to watch it. And I Your needed boys to watch wouldn't it watch it with you? They were playing games. What are they sensor. even for if they're not going uh, to Obviously, watch they're it. useless. Isn't this why useless. we reproduce? Uh, mm-hmm. Obviously, I'm still waiting. Um, yes, it was scary. And like I said, I love, like I said, I enjoy the story. I always love, like, a good story. Annabelle is a creepy ass doll. So just by itself is really creepy. I, I was scared, and I like to be better than the first one. 
But I think it's just because uh, it's just me. I just enjoy more of the backstory and explanation mm -hmm. and the kids and the kids were awesome. I was, you know, I was really enthralled by their performances. Oh, yeah. 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 I, I just thought that it was a bit, everybody was kind of like, a, it was, it was a better performance. It was like the characters were really relatable. I, mm -hmm. you know, you relate with the little kids, you relate with the people are trying to help them. I don't relate with the doll, but I can see where it's coming, right? You don't? Oh, I don't. I, I'm, one day I'm going to get that doll and I'm just going to put it at home and scare the crap out of my kids. Mm. I know. It's on my well, list of to do. I've, I've noticed that the well, ones that are like... There's only one. Good luck finding it. Oh. Yeah. The reproduction of the doll that's that like horror, like it, it, it like spirit or whatever, does it really look like it? No. No. Mm -mm. It's like wrong. Yeah. It's not how it's supposed to look. It's annoying to me, mm -hmm. but... That's a different, yeah. The black spirit. The black <laughs> demon. Oh, and, and we didn't also mention that there is that little teen, teensy Easter egg when Sister Charlotte is showing the photo of her, uh, talking about her time at the this uh, convent in Romania. Mm -hmm. and, and I got really close to these these sisters. This is Sister so-and-so and blah 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 and blah 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 And he goes, who's that? And he's like turning the picture like it's a lenticular like mm -hmm. thing that you'd get out of a you know a candy machine in the 80s and they're like oh look it's the nun and she's like oh i don't know i don't remember ever meeting that one mm -hmm. yeah, Which, so mm -hmm. if, to talk about the the timeline of the conjuring yep. universe time um this is the second movie to take place if you were to watch the movies in chronological order mm -hmm. this would be the second one only preceded by the nun mm -hmm. yeah because the nun was in the 40s the nun was right. set in 52 is the oh, oldest okay. one and mm -hmm. annabelle creation was set in 55 okay yeah yeah and that's 55 mm -hmm. is when the majority of the story takes place in that 12 years after b was born or b died b so died. like b then i guess died in what what did i just say in 55 in at 43 mm -hmm. so yeah. like the accident where b died was in 1943 and then 12 years later 1955 is when the girls come the orphanage girls mm -hmm. come to the house mm -hmm. yeah and then hilarity ensued oh yeah that's <laughs> when everything happens it's just like little rascals oh no <laughs> it was gonna be a party but it was a demonic possession yeah it was rough <laughs> you never know um so i have some notes that i made about like the scariest moments for the movie i tell us i mean it's mm -hmm. this is like truly terrifying and a lot of is not left to the imagination in this movie and usually yeah, which you say that's your preference is to have it mm -hmm. left to the imagination. i like it left but i think there was a good division of stuff left to the imagination and and not like when for example when mullen uh, esther mullins was um she's like we were excited to have be back Mm -hmm. you know to have some activity in the house again and then i realized it wasn't it wasn't my bee mm -hmm. um and she you see like the demon's face kind of hiding mm -hmm. half the face mm -hmm. which reminded me a lot of insidious yes. and i was like oh the demon was a lot of insidious yeah, yeah. insidious is yeah. Yeah. And so I really, really enjoyed that. And there's a lot of things that were just like kind of on the periphery. Mm -hmm. Enough of that uh, where you see like hiding in the shadows mm -hmm. and yeah. stuff like that. And then, of course, there's the blatant in your face demon. Yeah. Um, which your I, soul. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, OK, oh. like, I think it's a little bit to me. I feel like I know what it 
bothers me about it is like it's a little bit cheesy to me yeah and it is, that, that especially me. that specific uh-huh. shot like the first time i saw the movie i thought it was so scary because you were so surprised but once you know it's coming and you actually you know look at the animation of the demon mm-hmm. face in that shot it looks like a kid drew it mm-hmm. you're like, like it's okay. silly <laughs> it looks like, like a bad halloween <laughs> i know um so a few of my the parts where i thought were truly terrifying and i think a lot of it is because it was just like very, you know, not in blatant in your face is when Linda is by herself at, that night. Jen mm-hmm. is, sleep, is sleeping on the couch. Mm-hmm. Linda's by herself. She gets that little, sh- like, that little Nerf gun thing. And yeah, really where she, she reels the ball back on yeah, the crank. Yeah, and she's, like, sitting there waiting. She's, like, something messed up is happening. Yeah. Uh, she shoots it and shoots it. And then it gets pulled up. Mm-hmm. Um, she hides. And there's, like, she looks down and there's, like, black tar footprints mm. all through the wall. That's a all good one. Mm. I was like, oh shit, that is <laughs> what is it going insane. Um and then she looks down under the bunk and there's Annabelle and then she goes to sleep and That's um, another like where she seemed so brave to me because she like so brave. she just like laid there and like fell asleep. Mm-hmm. It's like I would have burned the house down. Yeah, I would have been outside. <laughs> I mean, like, what are you doing? Nothing burning the house. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, and everything in it, yeah. all the contents and I the know. barn. And be like, bye. No. <laughs> I'd be at the I'm corner. I'm setting this house on fire. If you guys want to come out, you probably mm-hmm. should do that. <laughs> yeah, but leave the doll. Yes, please. Um, and then the part where Annabelle transforms into the demon in front of Mrs. Mullins, yeah. uh, Esther. That was. That was Insane, and of course that was very blatant. And usually that's not my favorite, but it was just so creepy, just the way she kind of like contorted. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then and she had like those Mary Janes on, mm-hmm. and it showed like her ankles like and it, bending out. Bend. Yes, that was that good. was insane. And poor Mrs. Mullen, she's with the cross, and she's like, "You're not my Annabelle," and she's like, "I want to fuck you up." Then, <laughs> well, I don't care about your cross. Here we are. I don't know if she said that, but that's what she. That was, yeah. <laughs> that was the vibe that she was putting out there. Yeah. So then Esther, poor Esther, lost mm-hmm. lost an eye. Um, and then, um, yeah, I think that... And then she loses the husband. And then of she course. loses the lower half of her body. That's true. I mean, they yeah. only give that you a glimpse insane. of that, but that's like, mm-hmm. that was next level gory. Yep. That like crazy. in a way that I don't think is anywhere else in any of it the is Conjuring movies. It is absolutely not. That was good. In any like to other have ones? the lower half of her body ripped away and her no. torso nailed to the wall. This had that was <laughs> level so much. <laughs> yes, yeah. that was my favorite part. All the gore, all the gore. Totally and forgot this had about so that. much yes. disturbing imagery for sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely warranted our rating a hundred percent. And that was and, more scary yeah. than the demon to me. Yeah. Well, and it was just a, it was just a glimpse, but like and then just your imagination passing, again. You don't like, even get a chance Ugh. to really react to it, and then you're some, and then the next thing is happening because that's in that really perilous mm-hmm. like final sequence. Yeah, where, where she, you don't have where time. Poor to, Linda sees it. Yeah, the yeah. little girl sees it, which yeah. makes mm-hmm. it even more terrifying. <laughs> she like, nopes out of there. Like a child. She's like, oh hell no! Not like, today, torso. Not today. Yeah. She's getting out of here. I got ninety nine problems, and this torso is that one. Next. Um... And then, of course, the scarecrow scene. Yes. I, I mean, I didn't find it truly. I just thought I was like, oh, this is kind of scary. It had I liked scary it. stories to tell in the dark vibes. Yes, that's, yes. I think that's why I liked it so much. I, like, I, I felt like that's why I liked it so much because yeah. I loved that kind of. 
Maybe it wasn't a throwback for on the writers' parts. Maybe, but you don't know. Maybe, I, don't I mean, know, when you think about like the 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 generations mm-hmm. and how they're aging, and so the people that grew up on certain things are the people in these positions now. Like even maybe it wasn't conscious, but those writers but had Harold yeah. in the back of their brain. Oh, a hundred percent. I was thinking of Harold, and then. Yeah, just, I love, though, I know this is really weird, but uh, what I think is very terrifying about the demon is the long black fingers with the nails, and they yeah. always, like, uh, kind of sprout out. Does it remind you of Manson era? But I'm like, Marilyn hey. Manson times. <laughs> I don't know. I wouldn't want those things touching me, that's for yeah. sure. But that's all I have to add to that. I really, in, I mean, I love Animal, like, the original one, mm-hmm. uh, but, but I really enjoy it. this is totally different. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but equally good, if yep. not better, in Lorena's opinion. Yeah, but it's, well, it's different. Yeah, yeah it's just different. Mm-hmm. And I have to say that, like Katie, you touched on that. Linda is she's so smart and scrappy. Yeah, mm-hmm. and Sister Charlotte's like, "What's going on? I don't know." She's like, "Who cares? What?" Like, yeah, like shut up. It's just what? Like, why are we asking questions? Get the hell yeah. out of here. I know. <laughs> Oh, but like, and also, like, when she just basically was like, that ain't Janice. Uh-huh. uh-huh. And that immediately started behaving as if that ain't Janice. Where it's like, lots of times they'd be like, but, but, like, it it's her. my friend. And so they're, like, not running away or they're not yep. fighting back because the demon has possessed someone they love. And she's mm-hmm. like, uh-uh, Janice, Janice ain't here, man. Uh, <laughs> she's gone. That is Sorry. not my friend. Yeah. Sweet Sue is getting stabbed in the face uh-huh. with, oh, some, yeah. with a knife. She looks uh-huh. just like you. And you're like, oh, shit, bye. Yeah. <laughs> That's when you know <laughs> your bestie has turned. Also, no more your bestie. is walking. I forgot yeah, to even yeah. mention that. Yeah. Like, shouldn't, shouldn't yeah, be walking. Poor yeah. Jan- Janice was gravely and not gravely. She she's not dying, but she was really yeah, injured. Polio. Wheelchair yeah. bound. Polio. Yes, she was bound. Polio. Oh, yeah. But yeah, but like after polio. she fell from, oh, yeah, after the great. demon threw her, she yeah. that was when she was in the wheelchair. And then she's in the wheelchair. She mm-hmm. can't walk. Um, and then the power of Christ compelled her. I mean, yeah. And now she's fine. It was a vaccine. She's running around. She's running around chasing. Yeah, people and stabbing them, and that was not being, very good of her. Being but, just oh well. awesome, yeah, yep. living her best life. I know. Random question: Would if you were injured or disabled mm-hmm. by polio, uh, but then you could walk and be fine, mm-hmm. but you have to be possessed by a demon? Would you do it? <laughs> I would have to consider. I mean, you know, what, maybe what we need is now. a horror movie to tell us what what that's like from the inside. Maybe we need Janice's experience because maybe being possessed by a demon feels amazing. Usually, mm-hmm. it's a, you know it's accompanied by like physical deterioration, like if you think of Exorcist. Like I don't want my skin to look like that. No, like, no. So but Janice looks that. good. Janice looked sharp. Yeah. I mean, her hair was a little shinier. She had, As like, an adult, she, she looked fine. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, she had, like, dark circles under her, her eyes, but that could be from, like, living that hippie life. That could be it. <laughs> <laughs> well, and maybe white wasn't her color. Yeah, that's You know, true. She, she, couldn't, she couldn't get out of that white gown. Which, that's true. Annabelle wears a white dress. Exactly. That yeah. Was, but so know. did her boyfriend. He was wearing all white, too. Yeah. I mean, it was part of the well, cult. I guess yeah. it was the cult then. It's yeah. the pajama cult. The cult. Ram. Only, mm-hmm. only long johns for everybody. And <laughs> many white. Long johns for I everyone. guess they couldn't wash colors. Oh, white. <laughs> <laughs> right? They're like, we have to bleach everything? Everything, so, so it's all white. It's all white. They probably yeah. started like pink, but then they just like went down to uh, the white. It's like everything that, looks like It's, like, it's like that wild, wild country. Everyone wore maroon, except now in this... It, Situation everyone has to wear 
white. Yeah. Yeah. So sure. I just, I, I feel like I that wouldn't be rules. my choice if I was all about um, sacrifices and stuff. I don't think I will do white. I don't make Ram, cult of the Ram choices. That's them. Yeah. And they no, all wear white. The, and they get to do what they, I mean, this is America. Mm-hmm. They, they can wear whatever, whatever color they want. True. Because white just makes you look Just get vaccinated. I, like, I just, you know. <laughs> just get Please get freaking vaccinated. Okay. Especially if you're going to be arterial spraying all over the place. If you're like, going to go on a rampage, Kellen, please get vaccinated. You know what I'm wearing a mask, so just please do us a favor. So, Lorena, you had some more information about the director. Yes. Yeah. So, the director of Annabelle, it's David Sandberg. Um, he's a Swedish filmmaker. So the interesting thing is, like, I had no idea who this guy really was other than he directed um, Lights Up, right? He was the director and creator of Lights Up. Which I love. It's incredible. So scary we'll be doing movie. that yes, for sooner sure. rather than later. Yes. So I find out that he was actually, he is a very uh, famous persona in the YouTube world, and he's Pony Smasher. And... Um, what he's known for he's is like, for creating... His username is... Or not user, but like his name is Pony Smasher. Pony Smasher. That is his name. That is what he goes to, Pony Smasher. And he has all these different short films, uh, which was actually the original lifestyle was a short film. Which I watched like years ago. It was ago. pretty good. And his wife is always the actress, which is really sweet. That's his wife. So he has a lot of uh, uh, different short films. And they are... Um, they are really scary. So I tried, I went into the rabbit hole, which is YouTube, um, at night while I was uh, trying to go to sleep. So yeah, it was great. Uh, but there was a few th- ones that I really enjoy. Um, there was one that I remember it was not alone in here, which reminds me of what you were saying about having, what does it feel to have being possessed by a demon? Yeah. And it was like, it was a five, seven, seven minutes, and it goes through all these things that this woman is by herself in her house, and she's having this interior, you know, she was she's having an interior talk to herself about leaving the door unlocked and all these things. It's quite a scary. I don't like the so thing. So did you hear her inner monologue as a she voiceover? Is, exactly. She just okay. goes, she's narrating the whole thing as interior monologue, and then, you know, she talks, you know, she's also talking cool at home. At the end of the whole thing, she ends with her being possessed. And you can see her that, of course, now she has the white eyes and she looks possessed. But inside of her, she goes, I am not alone. There's too many people inside me. So it was like so good. But it was just so cheaply done. And then I went back and I was watching more of the stuff that he does. And this guy has like a budget of like, what, $100 and two pennies. And he gives you all this good, you know, he tells you, well, if you want to do a movie, which I don't. But it was interesting to see. And the only tip that I remember was that he said, you can even use a uh, paper lamp to create this, you know, Subdue light and shadows. Which so he like MacGyvered a bunch of he, stuff. Oh my god, he MacGyvered everything, and it was awesome. And I was thinking, should I? No, I will never use that. Uh, <laughs> There's Snapchat filters for everything. So, so you're, I'm so like, you're no. not going to start a short film career. No, I don't, saying. because I don't think I could. I would be screaming my ass off all the time, right? <laughs> so the story was that yes, there are people there still making. Good stories, making good movies. Mm-hmm. They're short. They're scary. And mm-hmm. I'm just loving it. Like, I was just lost for a whole night, just watching short films after short films. Some of them are cheesy, but they're good. So I can sleep knowing <laughs> that 
Abba will continue to scream. Well, that's like, that's a super unique talent, like, to that... Well, so with and always bringing, mm-hmm. you know, you bring up Mike Flanagan. Yeah. I, I I bring up Stephen King. Mm-hmm. So he's actually said in interviews about how much harder it is to write a short story mm-hmm. than a full novel mm-hmm. because and it makes sense when you think about if the the goal is character development and plot development and all these things to to have less time to do that yeah. in is harder, not easier. Because you have to be like I think with a with with, with the short film with a horror movie, right? It's you have to be invested. To me, it's I always have to be invested in the characters. Mm-hmm. I have to like have a bond. Yeah. Something needs to happen there that I'm yeah. like, okay, I'm gonna watch it. And with the short film, it's gotta happen right away. And it, it's just intense. It does. They're so good. I was sitting there as there's you know, and I was like, oh, this is oh, this is so good. And I was like, shit, I scream five minutes yeah. next. So I was just <laughs> screaming. It, it was really intense. But I, I I was thinking exactly the same thing. In like two minutes, this guy just hooked yeah. me, and I needed to know what happens. And I wish. I could get him money so he can tell me the whole story. <laughs> but it was really, uh, yeah. Uh, well, I, I remember there was a thing going around that I saw online a long time ago, but it was like two sentence horror stories. Yes. And it's like some I of them remember. were so, and it's kind of like what mm-hmm. what you like, Meredith, mm-hmm. is because it does rely more on your imagination because uh-huh. they don't have time to spell everything out mm-hmm. for you. Mm-hmm. And so it's really about like what can we say that will just light up your brain and keep you, you thinking. Know? Yeah, and so then we're done talking, but uh-huh. you're still afraid, you're still thinking, you're still imagining and picturing it, mm-hmm. and it's like that. It that is such a difficult thing to do. Yeah, I remember mm-hmm. those went around, and I was like, ooh, yeah. these are so good. I know, I love them. And so every time they'd come back, I'd read them again, because, like, I'd kind of remember them, but I kind of didn't, and I just wanted to read them again, because they mm-hmm. were so good. It also reminds me of another joke that was going around for a while after the Pixar movie Up came out, mm-hmm. where it was like, you know, Up created a more believable and genuine love story in three minutes than Twilight did in five movies. True. Because of that, like, just the opening I sequence know. of Up, and I'm like, oh my god, they're yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. That was so good. That was on that side. So this is all on YouTube. This is oh, all I on YouTube. I might have to jump in that. Oh my god, it's all on YouTube. I'm telling you, it was just I've like one after Mary. the other after the other one. My kid goes, "Could you stop screaming?" But it's so scary. You're like, no. <laughs> oh, I when, when we were you were mentioning lights yeah. out, and I was remembering. Like when we went to see Jeez, the theater, that was awesome. And was, you, because you and I are, yeah. the, Lorena and I are the ones that scream. And All the Meredith time. is the one that sits there with ice in her veins, yawning. Yeah. Um, and I remember, <laughs> no, I enjoy it. <laughs> no, she's having a great time. I'm having um, a great time. Quiet. But like, I remember what stood out with Lights Out is because we always scream. But with yeah. Lights Out, I found myself wanting to start screaming before, before. the scary stuff because happened, just knew. because the tension was but too much. Yes. And I was like, I kind of want to already be screaming when whatever happens happens because so i know i'm going so to do stressful. it it's just a star for them to get it i know yeah i'm always sitting there with between a bunch of screamers <laughs> no you haven't sat between us in a long, long time, time. You left no, us I know, but julie sometimes comes she'll be on my right yeah that's true then it's you guys that i'm in the middle yeah and everyone's like Aah! i feel like sarah's like, the only one that never screams and Florence. Yeah. Florence doesn't come often, but she doesn't no, scream. No, she doesn't scream. Yeah, she doesn't scream either. But mm-hmm. she goes like, oh, like that, I think. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have to scream. Was Lights mm-hmm. Out the one where that girl was on a date and she like jumped up in the middle of it and ran out? 
Uh, I can't remember, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah, she Someone's was like, "Now!" Like, like, yeah, like was, they were like, "This guy and this girl like four rows ahead of us," and like something scary happened. And she, she was like, "Oh hell no! I ain't doing this shit!" And she like runs out, and then her date's like shaking his head and laughing, and finally goes after her. But then she came back after the movie was over, and we were walking past her. And we found out that, like, when she ran out, she flailed her arms so violently she ripped her necklace off. What the hell? <laughs> and so she had to come back in after the movie was done and look for it. It's my that favorite so necklace. <laughs> I think, I mean, we're kind of going off topic, but I would like to quickly share, like, one of my favorite, and I really miss this since, like, COVID and not going to the movies anymore mm-hmm. for, it's been a long, long time yeah. um, for seeing a scary movie in a theater. Mm-hmm. But, like, one of my favorite things is going with all of you guys, but then seeing a bunch of dudes who are, like, in their 20s and they all show up and they're, like, making jokes. And, they're, so like, oh. and then they're, like, oh. <laughs> 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 terrifying yeah, and i'm bitchy. like oh that's hilarious because they're like trying to not be scared and they're right. like making light of it but then it gets to them and they're like ah! like, and they screaming. all scream they just wait for one and then they're all screaming and, and like, oh, they God. are screaming and i've heard it so many times i want to say like a dozen times when i've gone to see scary movies in the theater and they're like oh my god that was that's so scary <laughs> did you see that, did you see that? Oh, my favorite oh, is when, bro bro when did you see that when we go and you and I are screaming so much and other people start laughing at us screaming. So we'll be like, ah! And then other people are just like chuckling at our reactions. And then... there's like, I'm not embarrassed! <laughs> I was like, this is where I came! But then all this happens and they end up screaming too. Yeah. And about that. Yeah. I have like a canned wine with a straw and I'm like yep. sipping it like, like a juice box. Kind of like, yeah. ooh, looking at you guys. Yep. Yeah, that is how we roll to our scary movies is with purses full of canned or boxed Wine. Wine. Box wine. And, yeah. And I'm not, a, I'm not above it. I'll yeah. bring it. No, I'll bring I don't know. It. I love that you walk up to Walgreens, get that little four-pack of the uh, Sutter Home. They have, get they your have a Chardonnay. Get and they got, they, we they have got options. We have Merlot. options. I know. Do I feel fancy? I'll take the Merlot. <laughs> Coppola actually started releasing like canned wine. And then there's the Trainer Joe's canned Yeah, wine. I feel That's like there's good. a lot more options available to us now than there was the last time we were able to go to the theater. Yeah. So when we re-enter that world, it's oh going to be a whole new it's gonna ball game. Be... I noticed today, actually, I was like yeah. in the dairy aisle and like on other side is all the booze, like refrigerated mm-hmm. booze. Yeah. It's like cans and stuff. I was like, oh yeah, my gosh, there's a whole a new lot. world. I yeah. didn't even know. Of mixed drinks and everything, yeah. yeah. Choices. We have choices. So is that, did you, is that all you had to say about the director? Like, um... Oh, well, the other quick thing did that I thought that it was, that? well, it was still the good thing that I, I did find, which I, don't know, I mean, I know it was kind of sucky because at the end we talk about how like they got all the rights. So Warner Brothers and James Wan uh, had a contest when they were asking people to send their short films, but they all have to be related or they will have to be part, could be, you know, of the Conjuring universe. Yeah. And I watched yeah. those, and I, of course... Um, were they good? They were really good. scary. I watched The Nurse. I don't know why. <laughs> that course. just sounded... Did, like, gravi- did you gravitate towards that? I think so, but I didn't Maybe. know why. But it oh, was, yeah. I didn't know. Mm-hmm. Let me watch. It was scary. It was so good. Mm-hmm. I was screaming. Yeah, of course. It was good. And for like... If that was three minutes, and I was like hooked from the beginning to the end. It was just everything that I loved 
you know, like old uh, hospitals, no lights, a child, a <laughs> nurse, and yeah, it was good. <laughs> All the elements of horror. Yeah. Yes. Hospital. Child. Child. Nurse. Nurse. If nurse. you see a child, get out. Yes. No. Especially that a child wearing a tuxedo of some kind or a suit. <laughs> yes. And you know it's going to be bad dance. news. If there's yeah. some weird dance in between, get out too. Yeah. A weird dance? Yeah. Like, like the it, Macarena? No. Like, um, insidious. The little kid. Oh, yeah. The, yeah. Short pants. A kid in short pants. Oh, Pushing short the hell run, away from that run. kid. Anything. You yes. know they don't belong in our time. No. They don't. So no. obviously Go they're from the past. Go back to your past. era. Exactly. Short pants, boy. I mean, short you know, pants. Just shoot him. Just see what happens. You never know. <laughs> First, <laughs> ask questions later. I was like, oh, he no. looked weird. Sorry. <laughs> what was that? They're like, Lorena, why are you pepper spraying that ghost? <laughs> Sorry? Nothing to see here. Yeah. Fine. Mind your business. I'm a nurse. Yes, I can do this. I think so. Like what you're saying about like the short movies or shorts and stuff. A lot of those, I, I think, live rent free in my mind. Mm-hmm. Like those ones that I've seen that mm-hmm. like scare the crap out of me, and yeah. I'm like, oh, that was really good. Yeah. I feel like one night when we. We stayed up at my house here until, oh, like, yeah, so 3 in the morning, oh, remember? Yeah. Like, watching stuff, and I was mm-hmm. like, okay, let's... And we kept... I kept showing you guys, like, shorts of different mm-hmm. things, mm-hmm. and there was one... It, it was, like... I can't remember. It was, like, a holiday shorts of, like, holiday, but, mm-hmm. like, horror. Okay. Um, And they're all done by different filmmakers. So, like, one was Kevin Smith, and, of course, it was kind of funny, but cheesy and, like, mm-hmm. whatever. And then there's one, it was like, I think it was called Father's Day. And that one, it was like 20 minutes and it's a girl, she's like listening to like a tape given to her. I know I showed you guys. Mm -hmm. Um, And it was from her father who like left and she was trying to go find him. And he's like, meet me at this place in this old building. And she goes there and it was like a weird thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And. I think about that every so often. I was like, that was written so well. Yeah. And it was like, it left a lot to the imagination. Mm-hmm. Was that the night that we watched Stranger Calls? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Because yeah, that that's nice. another example. Like with when a Stranger Calls, like that first like 15 minutes it's, before it fast forwards, however many yeah. years for the rest mm-hmm. of the movie. Yeah. Like that's yeah. almost a short film in and of itself because yes. that's the entirety yeah. of the urban legend is mm-hmm. just that opening sequence. And, yeah. and it is so like even because you imagine again, it goes, it I can't remember what movie it was we were talking about this, but, like, something that's cliche now, Mm -hmm. if you try to imagine what it was like if you saw it before it was cliche, how scared would you have been? Mm -hmm. Because everybody knows that urban legend of, you know, the calls coming from inside the house. Mm -hmm. And, like, we know that now. But if you can imagine, like, if you didn't know that that. and you are watching that movie, like... It, it's scary now, even knowing that that's coming. The mm-hmm. way that they made it was so... They crafted it so perfectly that even when you know what's coming, it's still terrifying. Yeah. If you mm-hmm. didn't know what was coming, I just... I, yeah. yeah. And as I go back to you know, the insane. writers and insane. directors, that they still make... you know yeah. Because we know Well, and Carol Kane. I mean, yeah. Carol Kane, she's got those wide eyes. The, the kinky mm. That hair. little voice. And she's like, what? what do you want from me? You know, like... Yeah. And you're like, oh my god, this is which always goes terrifying. Back, which I always think, you know, we do forget, and I think people just don't don't understand. But I think when you have a good actor and an actress mm-hmm. that puts everything in the movie, that's an extra. 
Like, well, and that that, maybe that's why Annabelle yeah. creation is so strong because it's not just good story, good scares. Oh, they jump, got, jump, jump. They got excellent performers. Yes. Yeah. And oh, I, yeah. down to the yeah. smallest roles were like really mm-hmm. perfectly casted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and stayed right in their lane, did exactly what they needed to do mm-hmm. to support the movie as a whole. Yeah. Like, it was like, it was great. Yeah, I think that to me, that's, I think that's like the. No, I sound like an idiot, but like the future of horror, it's to me, it's always I have to feel for the character. The character has to sell itself to me and I have yeah. to be invested. And yeah. I think that that's why I love The Conjuring because it's always magnificent, you know, yeah. performances and everything goes together. Yeah. And I mean, I think this is where, I mean, this is one of the reasons I love the horror genre so much is because it's kind of starting an era where it's like people are like oh that's like b-movie stuff it's like Mm -hmm. really well-known actors Mm -hmm. who are in like Mm oscar-winning movies and they're in this horror film and it's very well written it's amazing sets it's like amazing performances it's believable yeah and you are feeling for these characters like you mentioned lorena and i mean i'm just like so excited because their possibilities are Endless. Endless. That's Endless. what I was getting out of, like, watching all those little short films. I was like, oh, my God, the future is awesome. Like, Because yeah, there was, did. like, a time that, you know, like, making a horror movie was, like, a career killer. Oh, yes. yeah. You know? Yes. And yeah. then well, now... Well, Joan Crawford, it's like, she did all these things. And then she did Baby Jane. <laughs> well, that, yeah. I'm sorry, but Baby Jane. Sweet Baby Jane. Baby Jane. Baby Jane. Whatever happened to Baby Jane is amazing. Yeah. 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 It's But then... Talk about scary. Oh, that, that was awesome. Without that, being scary. But they knew yeah. it was... It was like, you know, those other movies towards the end of her career, that wasn't a career maker. It was mm-hmm. like, oh, I got to put food on the table and pay my bills. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it was like considered like, oh, well, you're not in real movies. Yeah. Horror movies are not real. Like, yeah. Like your like career is over because you're, this is all you can get now. Exactly. Basically. Even it's a classic. Yeah. yeah. But then goes back also, I think, with what you were saying about the people that are making these movies, how they grew up with horror being a big type of yeah. you know class it's like oh it's a horror movie right you yeah. would not expect and you expect a lot of like you know jump scares maybe here and there a good story and then that just stands alone you know back in the we had like the exorcist that was the standalone now we yeah. can go like the conjuring universe yeah. picket or insidious or you know all this thing so i think that that's also part of how horror it's developing itself yeah and you're mm-hmm. right, it's, it's like, it's, there's a new generation of mm-hmm. people. I mean, in every field on the planet, of course. it's always a new generation yeah. doing that job of as time mm-hmm. goes by. But, you know, this is, this is a situation where you can actually see the difference made by the people that, that, that generation mm-hmm. changing because it's actually there in the, the artistry and the choices um, mm-hmm. that what they're actually doing yeah. with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's been years mm-hmm. since they made a Jason movie. Years, <laughs> I know you're. I know you're all tilted it's, about that. It's, uh, it's okay. Like I, but I'm okay because they're still making Michael Myers. Okay, but that's another thing is why the why the the recent Michael Myers ones are so much better than almost all that came before mm-hmm. because you're getting that more investment in the story. You're getting high caliber performers that you know you wouldn't have had like in one of the earlier Jason sequels. You wouldn't have gotten like Will Patton. No, you know, yeah. to be in something like that. Yeah. And yeah. that wasn't even a big role for him. No, no, um, yeah. 
And so I, I think that that's the those movies where it's like they are still making them in these series. Like I don't think that'll happen with Jason, unfortunately. No, I, I don't think anybody's going to invest in that that vehicle. And maybe they wouldn't be doing that in the Halloween vehicle if Jamie Lee wasn't still on board. Yeah. But I digress. We're not talking about that tonight. Yeah. No, no. we're not. <laughs> Which I still have to I watch. Apologize. I apologize. I, I still I have know, to watch. I know we kind of went off on a tangent, yes. but you know we love that's horror movies. Are, right? Yeah. This is like what we do, and. The good thing is to be 80 them. and 90 yes. and still screaming. Still, still like, getting, ah! yeah. People I'll will keep making them. them yes. Um, oh, so for parents, um, yeah, the ratings, like I said, for all the Conjuring movies are essentially the same between mm-hmm. the MPAA and the um, the IMDb ratings and the Common Sense Media. Um, and this one is scarier than all the rest of them. Mm-hmm. So and we've been very saying, violent. yeah, we've Lots been saying, violence. don't show these movies to your kids unless they have seen a lot of scary stuff already, mm-hmm. and maybe not even then. This even more so. Yeah, it's it's mm-hmm. even scarier. I think especially for kids of the generation of our kids that have grown up with CGI because at least when we were kids and we were watching stuff in the 80s like they were still using puppets and shit yeah of course like and so Uh we you know CGI was like oh my god everything Uh looks so realistic and and so much more believable but like our kids that's what they were born into so now they have to be different you know yeah and so i i feel like that's what they expect and that's what they respond to and so this movie the way that it utilizes the cgi mm-hmm. on top of the jump scares on top of the blood and gore and violence and demonic and everything like it's just way scarier i yeah, think yeah, for different. a kid definitely yeah it's mm-hmm. i think the most violent in the conjuring universe of these mm-hmm. movies like yeah. you met i lori yeah. and katie you mentioned yeah. that that you thought it was the most violent one yeah yeah, so and, don't show it yeah. to your kids. I, I, I mean, Grace has seen it, yeah. but because we watched the whole universe, but she had, you know, like we've talked about, she's she'd seen a lot of scary stuff before, and um, and even now, like where I feel pretty confident that nothing I'm going to show her. I mean, I still haven't showed her Sinister, but mm-hmm. nothing I'm going to show her is is going to be a problem. I mean, I, I mean, she can watch stuff. Sinister after she moves out. I don't know if I'll yeah. ever be able to sit and watch that with her. That movie uh. is. So, so good, scary, so scary, so, so good, so scary. so scary. And also, I'm a parent. Yeah. Why would a parent show their child a movie with? But yeah, we'll do that another. We'll episode. do that at some time. So do not show it to your kids. Don't, don't show it to your kids unless you no. hate your kids. But you have or a lot of. Maybe you're feeling distanced from your kids uh-huh. and you want them to sleep in your bed for six months. Then you do that. Show them this movie. Oh, if you have a sure. lot of money for therapy. For therapy, That's exactly. If you are a therapist, then you want to have probably the material. shouldn't be treating your own children. But you never know. But <laughs> you never know. If you got therapist friends and you want to throw some money their way, show them the movie. Show them the movie. But mm-hmm. other than that, don't do it. Don't, don't. Not do if it's your first one. Don't do it. Don't, don't. don't Start do with it. something else. Start with yeah. something else. Stop. Move your hand away from the remote. And don't. And don't. Go make some popcorn. And, don't. and yes. think about your life. Go Think about what you've done. Or thought about. <laughs> okay. Well, that is a great conversation. Good recommendations. I'm going to look into those YouTube the shorts. shorts for because sure. I love that kind of stuff. It's like mm-hmm. one of my favorite things. Yeah. Especially like leaving stuff to the imagination. It's like one Always. of my favorites. Uh, for next time, if you'd like to watch. I know we said we're going to release these in how they were re- like order for how the movies were released but that's not what we're doing we, yeah our we, scheduling this summer turned out to be harder than we expected <laughs> yes mm-hmm. you know what you get what you get so and you, you don't, don't get, get upset, upset. That's, that's it, it. 
glad so we're doing this for we you. We will be talking about Annabelle Comes Home. Um, yeah, not my favorite, but you know, give it a watch. It's, I mean, it has scary moments. You it's don't kind of fun. It's fun. Watch it. It has <laughs> things. Yes, and watch it because we're going to talk I about it. I will be making a case for it. Okay. Oh, I love that. Good luck. Okay. Bye. 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 Bye.